0: Thank you for joining us today. As we have seen, the Lord Jesus has loosed six of the seven seals on the scroll that he alone is worthy to take from the right hand of the one who sits on the throne. Prior to the Lord's opening of the seventh seal, John witnesses a scene. Today on Drawing Near, we examine this scene and answer the question, who is able to stand in the day of God's wrath? So take your Bible and turn to the revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 7, as we explore the 144,000 are sealed. Before we read God's word together, would you join me in prayer? Father in heaven, I thank you that your word declares that you will always have witnesses on the earth, so that people may hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, repent of their sin and be saved. And Father, during this time, it's amazing to see the witnesses that you have chosen for this purpose. Father, help us to be reminded that prior to what we see in the Scripture today, it is the Church, we the Church, who are to be your witnesses on the earth, who are to boldly proclaim Jesus Christ. Now give us wisdom and insight as we study your Word today. Help us, Father, to gain encouragement and strength from the truths of your word, and then to worship you, Father, as the one who sits on the throne and is sovereign over all things. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So take your Bibles now, and in Revelation chapter 7, beginning in verse 1, we read these words. After these things... I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, on the sea, or on any tree. Then I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth, the sea, or the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. And I heard the number of those who were sealed. A hundred and forty-four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. As we begin our study of chapter 7, John writes, After these things I saw. And so we see this interlude, or this parenthetical scene, inserted here. And this phrase, after these things, likely indicates that the events we're about to see occur chronologically after the sixth seal and before the seventh seal. We're not guaranteed that every single thing that happens in the book of Revelation happens chronologically or in sequence one right after the other. But after these things seems to refer to, there's this pause between the sixth and the seventh seal, and at this point in time, what the Bible calls the 144,000 are sealed. So this scene is introduced as John saying, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth. This is not a reference that the earth is flat, like some unbelievers might hold, that the Bible is archaic and that the Bible doesn't even understand that the earth is round. But rather the idea of the four corners of the earth likely refers to the compass points to the north, south, east, and west of the earth, or just the fact that they cover the entire earth, that everything on the earth is within their authority and power. And So the four angels, the four servants of God, are standing at the four corners of the earth, and they're holding the four winds of the earth that they should not blow on the earth, on the sea, or on any tree. This idea of holding the winds of the earth Holding is a very strong word and indicates that this wind is pushing or struggling to be released, and the four winds of the earth refer to upcoming judgment. In chapter 7, verse 2, we read, Then I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. So we see a fifth angel, and he's ascending from the east, which likely means he's coming from the direction that the sun rises. Several have noted that east of Patmos, where John was exiled, was Israel. And so maybe this is referring to that this angel is ascending from the east out of Israel. It may be emphasizing who the 144,000 are. I don't know that that's what it means, but it could. And so this angel comes ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried out with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea. And so again, we see that this wind that is being held back is the judgment of God that will harm the earth and the sea. And so this message comes from this fifth angel saying, do not harm the earth, the sea, or the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. So prior to the upcoming judgments, this 144,000 have to be sealed. And this 144,000 are described as the servants of our God. They're already saved. They're already set apart. They have surrendered to God. And now they are to be sealed on their foreheads. Ancient seals often took the form of signet rings, a king's signet ring. And it represented his authority, his approval and that that which goes out from the throne goes out from the king. These servants are going to be sealed with a seal of the Lord God, the king. And the sealing is going to represent the authority of God as they go forward. His approval, his authority, his presence and work in their lives. They're going to receive this seal on their foreheads. We are told in Revelation chapter 14 that on this 144,000, the names of God and the Lord Jesus Christ will be written on their foreheads. So the sealing is the name of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. They belong to God. They have his authority. They are doing his work in the world. They bear the names of the Father and the Son on their foreheads. And then we're told that the number of those who were sealed in verse 4 are 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel, were sealed. They're from the tribe of Judah, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Naphtali, Manasseh, Simeon, Levi, Issachar, Zebulon, Joseph, and Benjamin. Twelve tribes, 12,000 members of each tribe, were sealed. It is clear that these individuals are Jews, Israelites. Some would tell us that this is the church in some kind of representative or metaphorical kind of state. This is not the church. This is Israel. And the emphasis on the tribes clearly reveal that this is Israel. And what this tells us is God is not done with Israel. God has made an everlasting covenant with Israel, and he is going to fulfill his responsibility with Israel and his promises to Abraham. God is not done with Israel, and the members of this 144,000 are Israelites, 12,000 from 12 different tribes. And as we will see in the book of Revelation, this 144,000 are witnesses. Some have said that they are the most effective witnesses the world has ever seen. If we were to go back to Jesus' words in Matthew 24, we would read in verse 14, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Even in the book of Revelation, God's grace and mercy are clearly seen. We see evidence of this in the fact that in the midst of the judgments that we have witnessed and the judgments that are to come, God still has witnesses on the earth proclaiming Jesus Christ and salvation through him to the world, and all of the world will have an opportunity to be saved, because these witnesses will preach the gospel of the kingdom in all of the world, and then the end will come. Praise God for his mercy and grace. Praise God that he is faithful and patient, not willing that any should perish, but all come to repentance. Those who claim that God is simply an angry God who is making life hard on the people of the earth, that he is unloving, that he is without compassion, all of those who make these kinds of false accusations about God are wrong. They are liars. God does everything that can be imagined to save sinners from their condemnation. We're told in John chapter 3, God did not send Jesus into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Praise God for the richness of his grace. Father in heaven, we thank you for your grace and mercy, your love, your patient endurance with sinners who are unworthy of your grace. And yet, Father, you continue to produce witnesses and faithful testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray that you will save sinners and that we will join you in proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost world. I thank you, Father, that people will continue to get saved, even up to the last minute. Thank you for your witnesses in the past, now, and in the future. Give us all power and strength, clarity of mind, as we seek to fulfill your command to be witnesses to all the earth. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.